Welcome to the Christ Church Vienna podcast, gathering the theological and liturgical resources of Christ Church, the Anglican Church in Vienna, Austria. For more information about the ministry of Christ Church, visit us at ChristChurchVienna.org. You are listening to the Book of Common Prayer service from November 14th, 2021. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Almighty God, unto whom all hearts be open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of thy Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love thee and worthily magnify thy holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ said, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. And the second is like, namely this, Thou shalt love thy neighbour as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Lord, have mercy upon us, and write all these thy laws in our hearts, we beseech thee. We join our prayers with the church throughout the world and the collect set for the 24th Sunday after Trinity. O Lord, we beseech thee, Absolve thy people from their offenses, that through thy bountiful goodness we may all be delivered from the bands of those sins which by our frailty we have committed. Grant this, O Heavenly Father, for Jesus Christ's sake, our blessed Lord and Savior. Amen. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. And every priest stands day after day at his service, offering again and again the same sacrifices that can never take away sins. But when Christ had offered for all time a single sacrifice for sins, he sat down at the right hand of God, and since then has been waiting until his enemies would be made a footstool for his feet. For by a single offering he has perfected for all time those who are sanctified. Therefore, my friends, since we have confidence to enter the sanctuary by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh. And since we have great priest over the house of God, let us approach with a true heart in full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast to the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who is promised is faithful. And let us consider how to provoke one another to love and good deeds, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The psalm appointed for today is Psalm 16, found on page 425 of the Book of Common Prayer. To be read antiphonally. Psalm 16, page 425. Preserve me, O God, 
for in thee have I put my trust. All my delight is upon the saints that are in the earth, and upon such as excel in virtue. Their drink offerings of blood will I not offer, neither make mention of their names within my lips. The lot is fallen unto me in a fair ground, yea, I have a goodly heritage. I have set God always before me, for he is on my right hand, therefore I shall not fall. For why? Thou shalt not leave my soul in hell, neither shalt thou suffer thy Holy One to see corruption. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. The Holy Gospel is written in the Gospel according to St. Mark, the 13th chapter, beginning at the first verse. Glory be to thee, O Lord. As Jesus came out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what large stones and what large buildings. Then Jesus asked him, Do you see these great buildings? Not one stone will be left here upon another. All will be thrown down. When he was sitting on the Mount of Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, John, and Andrew asked him privately, Tell us, when will this be, and what will be the sign that all these things are about to be accomplished? Then Jesus began to say to them, Beware that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name and say, I am he, and they will lead many astray. When you hear of wars and rumors of wars, do not be alarmed. This must take place, but the end is still to come. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines. This is but the beginning of the birth pangs. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise be to thee, O Christ. We make a common confession of our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven, 
and was incarnate by the Holy Ghost of the Virgin Mary, and was made man, and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried. The third day he rose again, according to the Scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of the Father. And he shall come again with glory to judge both the quick and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. And I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Lord and giver of life, who proceedeth from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who spake by the prophets. And I believe one Catholic and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins. And I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be found acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. A little more than a week ago, I was chatting with a British friend, and I was reminded that it was Guy Fawkes Night, sometimes known as Fireworks Night. You must appreciate the truly British irony of commemorating a failed plot to blow up Parliament with bonfires and explosions in the sky. But it also got me thinking about what we remember today, the armistice signaling the end of the Great War. I think about all those who lost loved ones in that war and the subsequent World War. I think about the generations who lived through this turbulent era, the uncertainty of life that comes when bombs fall out of the sky on London, sending children into the countryside, not knowing when peace might arrive and life might return to normal, never being sure of what world they'd be living in next year. I think it is no wonder that these older generations, those who lived through it and those who were raised by those who lived through it, sometimes seem resistant to change in an ever-changing world. It's not just that they are stubborn and set in their ways. It's that they have lived in an unpredictable and unstable world already. Most of their lives, in fact. Longing for some foundation of constancy in the face of an uncertain future is rather reasonable. Well, I would suggest this morning that the psalmist has a word for those who find themselves in places and times of great volatility. He argues that in a world with an uncertain future, the Lord is the only truly worthwhile refuge, the only one worthy of our hope. Let's take a very brief look. In the first few verses, the first stanza, the psalmist articulates his greatest expectation, protection. He is confident the Lord will protect him, keep him, watch over him, preserve him, because he has taken refuge in the Lord. This is then contrasted with those who trust in other gods or idols. The holy ones find their good in him, whereas those who trust in anything else, find themselves relying on that which will ultimately disappoint, that which will multiply sorrows. Good comes from God alone. 
All my good depends on you, the psalmist says. The second stanza reiterates the the psalmist's declaration of allegiance to God. The Lord himself is my portion and my cup in your hands alone is my fortune. In God, he finds that his life is given satisfaction. Even though he's been given a good lot in life, land and a goodly heritage, yet it is the Lord on whom he relies. God's counsel and God's support surpass that of any material blessing. And in the final stanza, the psalmist draws his conclusion. If if God alone is the source of good, in contrast to the idols of the earth, and if God himself, his counsel and support, is the blessing, then our confidence for life, even life beyond death, is rightly put upon him. Wherefore, my heart is glad and my spirit rejoices. My flesh also shall rest secure. He goes on to claim that he will be spared death. God will bring him to life eternal and as such the fullness of joy in the presence of God. And even though the psalmist surely did see death, his hope is not unfounded. A thousand years later, the Apostle Peter, in his Pentecost sermon, drew on these final verses and showed how they were fulfilled. Jesus was the first human being to defeat death, never seeing corruption, rising again and providing a path of hope for humankind. In Christ, in believing in his death and resurrection, we might also have unending life with God. And so as I close, the message of the psalm is simple. Good from God, blessing in God, and now life with God. In an uncertain world full of volatility and conflict, economic and political, where even personal relationships are challenging and unstable, where satisfaction is fleeting and anxiety abounds, where will you place your hope? Will we look to the idols of this world? Will money, happy families, a strong national defense, even science in the face of a pandemic, really give us a good, blessed, and joyful life? Do we really think that we can create safe spaces in this world? Where should we place our hope? Let us join the psalmist and place our hope in the Lord God through his Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. He alone is a refuge worthy of our hope in this world. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for preserving your Son, that in him we might also find refuge in you. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon the earth, where the rust and moth doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither rust nor moth doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through and steal. Let us pray for the whole state of Christ Church militant here in earth.
Almighty and ever-living God, who by thy holy apostle has taught us to make prayers and supplications and to give thanks for all men, we humbly beseech thee most mercifully to receive these our prayers, which we offer unto thy divine majesty, beseeching thee to inspire continually the universal church with the spirit of truth, unity, and concord, and grant that all they that do confess thy holy name may agree in the truth of thy holy word and live in unity and godly love. We beseech thee also to save and defend all Christian kings, princes, and governors, especially thy servant Elizabeth, our queen, Alexander, the president of the Republic of Austria, and the leaders of the nations from which we come, that under them we may be godly and quietly governed, and grant unto their whole counsels and to all that are put in authority under them, that they may truly and indifferently minister justice to the punishment of wickedness and vice and to the maintenance of thy true religion and virtue. Give grace, O Heavenly Father, to all bishops and curates, that they may both by their life and doctrine set forth thy true and lively word and rightly and duly administer thy holy sacraments. To all thy people give thy heavenly grace, especially to this congregation here present, that with meek heart and due reverence they may hear and receive thy holy word, truly serving thee in holiness and righteousness all the days of their life. And we most humbly beseech thee of thy goodness, O Lord, to comfort and succor all them who, in this transitory life, are in trouble, sorrow, need, sickness, or any other adversity. We also bless thy holy name, for all thy servants departed this life in thy faith and fear, beseeching thee to give us grace so to follow their good examples, that with them we may be partakers of thy heavenly kingdom. Grant this, O Father, for Jesus Christ's sake, our only mediator and advocate. Amen. Ye that do truly and earnestly repent you of your sins and are in love and charity with your neighbors and intend to lead a new life following the commandment of God and walking from henceforth in his holy ways, draw near with faith and take this holy sacrament to your comfort and make your humble confession to Almighty God meekly kneeling upon your knees. Almighty God, Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, maker of all things, judge of all men. We acknowledge and bewail our manifold sins and wickedness, which we from time to time most grievously have committed by thought, word, and deed against thy divine majesty, provoking most justly thy wrath and indignation against us. We do earnestly repent and are heartily sorry for these our misdoings. The remembrance of them is grievous unto us. The burden of them is intolerable. Have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us, most merciful Father. For thy Son, our Lord Jesus Christ's sake, forgive us all that is past, and grant that we may ever hereafter serve and please thee in newness of life, to the honor and glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who of his great mercy hath promised forgiveness of sins to all them that with hearty repentance and true faith turn unto him. Have mercy upon you. Pardon and deliver you from all your sins. Confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and bring you to everlasting life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hear what comfortable words our Saviour Christ saith unto all that truly turn to him.
Come unto me, all that travail and are heavy, heavy laden, and I will refresh you. So God loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, to the end that all that believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Hear also what St. Paul saith. This is a true saying, worthy of all men to be received. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Hear also what St. John saith. If any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and he is the propitiation for our sins. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks unto our Lord God. It is very meet, right, in our bounden duty that we should at all times and in all places give thanks unto thee, O Lord, Holy Father, Almighty, everlasting God. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify thy glorious name, evermore praising thee and saying, Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of thy glory. Glory be to thee, O Lord Most High. Amen. We do not presume to come to this thy table, O merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in thy manifold and great mercies. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under thy table, but thou art the same Lord, whose property is always to have mercy. Grant us, therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of thy dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful bodies may be made clean by his body, and our souls washed through his most precious blood, and that we may evermore dwell in him, and he in us. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, who of thy tender mercy didst give thine only Son, Jesus Christ, to suffer death upon the cross for our redemption, who made there by his one oblation of himself once offered a full, perfect, and sufficient sacrifice, oblation, and satisfaction for the sins of the whole world, and did institute, and in his holy gospel command us to continue, a perpetual memory of that his precious death until his coming again. Hear us, O merciful Father, we most humbly beseech thee, and grant that we, receiving these thy creatures of bread and wine, according to thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ's holy institution, in remembrance of his death and passion, may be partakers of his most blessed body and blood, who in the name, same night that he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he brake it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, after supper, he took the cup. And when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of this, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you and for many for the remission of sins. Do this as oft as ye shall drink it in remembrance of me. Amen. Let us pray with joy as our Savior has taught us. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Almighty and ever-living God, we most heartily thank thee for that thou dost vouchsafe to feed us, who have duly received these holy mysteries with the spiritual food of the most precious body and blood of thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, and dost assure us thereby of thy favor and goodness towards us, and that we are very members incorporate in the mystical body of thy Son, which is the blessed company of all faithful people, and are also heirs through hope of thy everlasting kingdom by the merits of the most precious death and passion of thy dear Son. And we most humbly beseech thee, O Heavenly Father, so to assist us with thy grace, that we may continue in that holy fellowship and do all such good works as thou hast vouchsafed, <clears throat> as thou hast prepared for us to walk in, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. Please stand for the Gloria. Glory be to God on high and in earth peace, goodwill towards men. We praise thee, we bless thee, we worship thee, we glorify thee. We give thanks to thee for thy great glory. O Lord God, heavenly King, God the Father Almighty. O Lord, the only begotten Son, Jesu Christ. O Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, that takest away the sins of the world, have mercy upon us. Thou that takest away the sins of the world, have mercy upon us. Thou that takest away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. Thou that sittest at the right hand of God the Father, have mercy upon us. For thou only art holy, thou only art the Lord. Thou only, O Christ, with the Holy Ghost, art most high in the glory of God the Father. Amen. The peace of God, which passeth all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost be amongst you now and remain with you always. Amen. <clears throat>